0: Hello and welcome to the latest edition of Your Path to Nonprofit Leadership, the weekly podcast that explores the very best in productivity and professional development in the nonprofit sector. I'm Patton McDowell, and I appreciate you listening in to the second in this three-part series here at the year-end. 2019, looking forward to 2020, the new year and the new decade And I'm hoping to offer you some practical tips and advice that can help you as you look ahead and plan your journey to whatever leadership that you aspire to in the nonprofit sector. Now, if you're listening to this episode, you're probably like me, a fan of books, good professional development books, or perhaps you have among your goals for 2020 to add some to your list. Either way, uh, I have some great recommendations, I believe, based on some reading that I have done and the value I have uh, gleaned from these uh, readings and want to share them with you and uh, hope that it can add value to your list of goals for the year ahead. Before I get into the recommendations, and in fact, I have seven that I'm going to run by you during this episode I have three thoughts for you to consider as you ponder more reading, and that, of course, is what I'm encouraging here because I do think it's important that one of the elements of the path to nonprofit leadership I've described is curate your knowledge. and In other words, be intentional about the content, the authors, the types of information you want to collect as opposed to simply being a receptacle of the bombardment of information we get through so much electronic media. And I believe books offer you the type of information you need, especially if you're intentional about what you're going after. So think first about some of the topics and information you want to gather. And I will certainly offer recommendations along professional development topics, And it's always a good topic to discuss with someone else that you admire that perhaps is on the path ahead of you and might offer some resources that they have benefited from during their career. The second point I would make as you ponder your reading list for 2020 is being intentional about the time required to read. Obviously, uh, less distraction, quiet time, is more effective for retaining this content. And it's one thing to simply say, I want to read more, or I have a certain number of books I want to read during 2020. But if you're not intentional about the time, for me, it has become a morning ritual, a wake up early and try to get some reading in, as well as an unwinding element in the evening, uh, instead, frankly, of being mesmerized by social media or television or something else. So If you want to read more in 2020, be intentional about the time that it will require, and I think you'll find it well worth the investment. And the third part I would add to this preface to the book reading recommendations is take notes. Uh, It doesn't have to be a formal book report, but consider jotting down takeaways as you read, particularly given the value of some of this professional development content and maybe even prompt yourself at the end of each of these books, or whatever book you are reading, what are the three takeaways? What are the key elements that you want to retain? Because it may not strike you uh, in the moment as it will later if you come back to it. Now, I'm framing these seven recommendations around the path to nonprofit leadership, uh, which some of you may be familiar with, and each book aligns with an element of the path And perhaps we'll give you ideas depending on your interest and where you are on your journey. And so that may be a topical approach you can take. So I'll explain uh, briefly each stop on the path. And so you'll see the rationale for the book associated with it. And hopefully that will give you some ideas. The first stop on your path to nonprofit leadership we call sharpen your vision, which as the phrase implies, suggests you need clarity on what exactly leadership success looks like for you. And the book I have to recommend along these lines is Mindset by Carol Dweck. This book offers an explanation for two distinct mindsets that characterize most people, a fixed or growth mindset. And she explains very effectively why a growth mindset is one that allows you to build on the progress you've had, but more importantly, be open to additional goal achievement. You'll see clearly how so many of us are held back by a fixed mindset, which in essence suggests that talent is everything, and it's already predetermined. So if I'm not good at something, I never will be, which of course the author will dispel and offer great examples of how a growth mindset can help you both professionally and personally. The second stop on the path to nonprofit leadership is what we call mapping your course. And a great book associated with this element is one called The 12-Week Year by Brian Moran. Uh, He makes a great argument that so much of our planning is by default an annual effort, and that in in, of itself, often creates a delayed element. We we plan things of a strategic nature, but we really don't really worry about them until eight, nine, ten months later. And this, of course, wastes a lot of the year. And so his premise is that everything is a priority. And if you look at your year instead of as 12 months, but as 12 weeks, it forces prioritization. It forces everything to be moved in a more accelerated fashion, and obviously more things get done. He makes an interesting point about the things that we track both professionally and personally often are lagging indicators. For example, if you're a fundraiser, a lagging indicator is how much money came in. But perhaps a more important indicator would be a lead indicator, which would be something like how many contacts did you make? with donors or prospects. That's activity that leads to progress. And those that are in a 12-week year mindset are looking at lead indicators because they create a bias for activity and often more productivity. And that's why this book was so impressive to me. The third stop on your path to nonprofit leadership is one we call Get in Shape. And yes, it does include physical conditioning, which is something we all consider perhaps when we are exercising or not exercising enough. But the book Power of Full Engagement, I found as a fascinating view, the authors Jim Lower and Tony Schwartz get us to think about more than time management, but energy management as a concept that perhaps warrants much more of our attention. Uh, If you don't have the energy to accomplish things at a high level. doesn't matter how much time you have. And so the book gives practical advice as to how you can be more effective in evaluating your most productive and energized periods of the day and therefore scheduling accordingly. When you are at your physical, mental, and emotional peak, you're going to be much more productive and you're going to get more things done in less time. And the powerful engagement provides practical advice along those exact lines. Now, the fourth stop on your path to nonprofit leadership is one I call curate knowledge. And as I alluded to in the opening of this episode, I think your ability to be intentional about the information you want to gather, the books you want to read, the information you want to process is critical to your success as opposed to simply reacting to the great volume that is likely coming at you. And one of my favorite books in this category is called Deep Work by Cal Newport. I'm a big fan of Cal's work. There are multiple books I could actually recommend in this category. But Deep Work is likely the one he's most and best known for. And it really reminds you of the distractions that we endure in our modern society. And while we think we are busy, in fact... We're constantly flitting around and not perhaps doing the quality work we need to be doing, and we're just simply drowning in the quantity of activity and information coming at us. So deep work will uh, remind you of the importance of distraction-free work and how you can achieve that status and actually get much more done and get more things done of a quality nature as opposed to simply a quantitative nature. Uh, Highly recommend this one, and it's a good one, I think, to perhaps kick off the year as you ponder both time and energy management and assure that you have the right balance of those things to focus on deep work. The fifth stop on your path to nonprofit leadership is one I call Express Yourself. And it reminds us of the importance of communication in all forms, but especially in a leadership context. And the book I recommend here is called Ten Stories Every Leader Tells by Paul Smith. And the importance that Smith reminds us of the ability to tell effective stories. And good leaders, he suggests, have ten distinct stories they tell to help engage both their internal audiences, employees, volunteers, staff, and also the external audiences that they are trying to bring into their world through compelling storytelling. Uh, I love the fact that he identifies each of these 10 stories, gives examples, and I think you will immediately find uh, things you can apply to your leadership journey and your ability to explain it to others in a ways in a way that is uh, both helpful and compelling. There is no doubt we are wired to respond better to stories, uh, especially as in comparison to just facts and figures. That much of our work life is uh, surrounded by. There are specific stories that uh, the author recommends. We should all be able to tell a story why we are in the kind of work we are. And certainly in the nonprofit space, there's a mission-driven element that each of us should be able to articulate well. So what is your story as to why you're doing the kind of work you do now? Uh, What is your vision story? What do you aspire to be? And how is the journey in nonprofit work uh, influencing your direction? And how do you share that with someone else? Um, Why should someone be compelled to join you, whether it be a donor, a volunteer, a staff member? But can you tell a story that perhaps includes your rationale that would be also of interest to someone else? Again, stories like these will make you a more effective leader and 10 stories uh, that this author suggests will go a long way. The sixth stop on your path to nonprofit leadership is called Build Community, and certainly an element of building your community is strategic networking. And so the book I'm recommending here, Quiet by Susan Cain, perhaps may seem counterintuitive. Um, quiet is an excellent exploration of uh, the introvert and the power and the potential of So many of us who are introverted um, and perhaps as an introvert, the thought of strategic networking or networking in any sense um, is uncomfortable. But that's why I think this book will reinforce the power of introversion and suggest both to those of you that feel that ways to be more effective when you are out in a community setting, a large group setting, But also, if you're not introverted, you'll have a greater appreciation for those that are. The final stop on your path to nonprofit leadership is practice leadership, and I've got an excellent book for you in that category. The title says it all. What got you here won't get you there, and it is a great reminder of the leadership skills necessary to move to the highest points of any organization. And Goldsmith is uh, renowned for his coaching of executive leaders. And I think it very much applies to nonprofit leadership as well as corporate or any other sector. Uh, one area of the book I found particularly helpful is 20 Things You Need to Stop Doing as You Advance Along Your Leadership Journey. Uh, he certainly reinforces positive attributes that leaders must have, but it is the subtle. Um, but negative elements that he believes prevents leaders from reaching their full potential. And they're the kind of things that you're just not aware that you're doing um, unless you're able to get good feedback and work with someone who can be honest with you. Um, If you don't have that opportunity, this book will help eliminate some of those characteristics and traits that you need to avoid. Well, I hope I was able to do justice to seven fantastic books that I hope you will consider for your reading list in 2020. And um, although my descriptions were only a minute or two, hopefully I gave you enough information to help illuminate the topic. And perhaps certain books struck you as more important to your current curation of knowledge um, as you might imagine, all of these books are linked to in the show notes associated with this episode. And make sure you share it with someone else if you have other friends or colleagues who are readers or trying to be more effective in their reading journey. Uh, maybe this will give them a jump start that they can use to their 2020 reading plan. Thank you for listening. I uh, hope your 2020 is as successful as you want it to be. And please use this podcast as a resource. Uh, If you haven't already, please subscribe uh, as I want to continue to build on this content and share it with so many of the excellent nonprofit professionals that are out there doing work just like you. So keep up the good work for whatever cause motivates you. And I'll look forward to seeing you next time on the path.